0: اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم والشر والأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He reminds us in the Quran by teaching us from His words how He subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal with us in this dunya. What is the relationship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will have with the creation? What He expects from them? And why He will decree, what He will decree upon the creation. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ الْمُلْكِ وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ He says subhanahu wa ta'ala Blessed All forms of blessings Belong to the one in whose hand Is the entire kingdom وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ This kingdom that is in his hands This kingdom that he is in full ownership of He subhanahu wa ta'ala is able to do whatever he wants with it, is able to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, to this creation, to this kingdom that belongs to him entirely, this kingdom that includes the heavens and the earth, this kingdom that includes Jannah and Nar, this kingdom that includes mankind and jinn and the malaika, the angels, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do whatever he wants. Whenever he wants Because he has full ownership Over this kingdom But he says subhanahu wa ta'ala And he gives us a reason As to whatever he does There is a purpose There is an objective That he wants To find in the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ الْمُلْكِ وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاتَ لِيَبَلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ وَعَمَلَهَ وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْغَفُورِ He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, الَّذِي خَلَقَ wal Hayata, The one who, with his kingdom, that he owns and he does whatever he wants. He has created life and he will cause death. So that he can test and he can see from his creation who are the people that are the best in the actions, who are the people that are the forefront in the humility to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? <laughs> he is the ever powerful, the one who is mighty, the one who forgives all sins. This dunya, this world, oh brothers and sisters in Islam, is the dar of an Is the level, the area, the situation where about Allah will test his servants. And the Akhirah here, Darul qarar the Akhirah is the place of whereby a person will stay forever. Every dealing Allah has with His creation in this world, every decree of His, every calamity, every blessing that He decrees and He decides that it's for you to have this, for you to be tested with that, for you to be blessed with this blessing. Everything is done with this ultimate objective. So that he can test you and see who from you has the greatest and most noble of actions. The si subhanahu wa ta'ala will test some people with blessings. They are given everything on their plates, and perhaps they live a life of health, a life of wealth, a life of being steadfast, a life of all of the luxuries of this world. They are tested in this manner to see how is their actions. How they're coming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whereas you find another group of people who are tested with calamities, tested with trials, lost of life, sicknesses, poverty, fear. Some of them are tested with fear. Some of them are tested with hunger. Some of them are tested a loss of wealth, a loss of belongings, a loss of life. Allah Jalla Wa Ala Having the ultimate goal of ayyukum ahsanu Who from you has the most noble of actions? Who from you will bring noble acts of worship As a sign of thanking Allah And asking Allah for forgiveness Coming closer to Allah Whenever He deals with His creation However He wants O oh, brothers, or oh, sisters in Islam Last week we saw a calamity, a catastrophe in the lands of the Muslims, in the lands of scholars, in the lands that gave birth to many people that defended the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Morocco. And we found hundreds, we found nearly a thousand Muslims Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested with a loss of life. Many buildings collapsed and destroyed within it not just life but every hard work of the servants of Allah. That they did throughout their entire life. Allah Jalla made the area have the fragrance of death, made the area have a fragrance of trials and tribulations. And this is something similar, something we find that is done often by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For only a few months before, Allah Jalla did the very same thing to the lands of Turkey and Syria. And only before that, we found similar tests in Pakistan. And only before that, other lands and other, other areas were tested whereby Allah Jalla decreed natural catastrophes, natural calamities that took life, that took possession, that took wealth, that made people who were rich taste poverty, that made people who never been tested before, that lived in luxury, lose all of their loved ones, lose all of their belongings, made them question the reality of this world. With this ultimate objective and this goal To test mankind Who from mankind Are going to come with the greatest of actions O oh brothers or sisters in Islam The tests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That take place around the world Has its own purposes Its own goals For those whom Allah jalla Ala tests Directly with these calamities Those that lost loved ones, those that lost their wealth, those that lost their homes, those that are now secluded in areas where they have no food and no wealth and no water at all. They are being tested in their own manners. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to remind mankind as a whole with these tests. Thus Ibn al Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala he says, when Allah jalla wa ala tests one nation, one area, with a calamity and a catastrophe. This area fulfilled this catastrophe, this calamity, as a worship to Allah Jalla to remind the Muslims across the world about how to react in these calamities. So sometimes we look towards these areas and we look towards these people and we have some sorrow and sadness and we feel this emotion towards them, no doubt. This is someone that is praiseworthy. And perhaps we send them wealth Perhaps we make dua for them But then it comes to an end And these reports about their cases And these reports about their circumstances Are forgotten Forgetting That these tests were not necessarily for them These tests were for us Whilst they felt the earth quake underneath their feet Whilst they lost their lives Whilst they lost their loved ones Whilst they lost their wealth and their homes. The ultimate reality of this test was not necessarily for them. Allah Jalla wanted to test us. So He chose a land of people. He chose a land where people worshipped Allah. He chose the land of Islam. And perhaps this land of Islam, yes, was indulging, indulging in some haram, but ultimately there were lands of Muslims. He chose them to test us. He chose them to trial us. He chose them to see from us. (laughs) He chose them to see from us that who is going to come now with the most perfect and noble of characteristics. That's the scholars of Islam they say, from the purpose, from the goal of Allah wa'ala. Of testing lands, of testing people, of testing righteous generations, other than the tests and many forms of benefits that can be found for them, but from the benefits upon those who are safe, those that still live in luxury, those that still have their wealth and still have their family members. What Allah, Jalla what is it that Allah Jalla wa'ala wants from them? The first, our brothers, our sisters in Islam is that Allah wants to remind every person that didn't feel the earth underneath their feet quake, that didn't lose loved ones, that didn't lose their wealth, Allah wants to shake them. Yes, those who are self, those who are secure, those who are safe, Allah wanted to shake you, not just shake you in terms of your actual body shaking with the earth quaking, but shake your faith. Shake you, make you fearful. Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, Jalla wa ala, we've never sent a sign. We've never sent a sign, or we only send signs to mankind to make them fearful. To make them fear Allah Jalla wa ala. To remind us, oh brothers or sisters in Islam, that Allah Jalla wa ala can destroy an area where people live as Muslims and practice Islam and showed outward characteristics of Islam. What about those that indulge and engage in Muharram? What about those? Their their banks are filled with riba and regularly, day by day, they commit zina and every day they take the wealth of others unlawfully and their tongues are trained in lying and slander and backbiting. What about those that live in lands of disbelief and engage in it as if though it is belief? What about those that feel as if though they are safe protected from the calamities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the tries of Allah jalla wa ala and this is why the hadith of Aisha Radiallahu ta'ala anha she says the one day the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was walking and Allah jalla wa ala revealed the ayah of Allah jalla wa ala qul huwa al-qadiru ala ayba a'thakum min fawqikum Allah jalla wa ala says say he is one who is able to send a punishment from above you he is one who is able to send a punishment from above you. So the Prophet ﷺ says, O oh Allah, I seek refuge with your face, meaning from this adab, from this عذاب, this punishment from Allah Jalla from above. And then Allah Jalla revealed the ayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Omin oh, tahti arjulikum, or oh, He can send to you a punishment from underneath your feet. So He says, Bi-wajhika, oh Allah, I seek refuge of your face from these punishments. And then he continues reciting, Oh, wa oh Allah, will make you into groups. And you will fight one another and spill blood of one another. To which the Prophet ﷺ says, And this is easier, this is easier than the catastrophes and the calamities that Allah Jalla descends from above the heavens. And Allah Jalla wa descends from underneath people's feet. In another riwayah, in another narration of this hadith, aisha anha, she says that the Prophet saw clouds forming in the sky. Saw so clouds forming in the sky. And she saw that from the Prophet's face, he became extremely fearful. He became extremely fearful. And he began saying a'udhu bi oh Allah I seek refuge of your face from these calamities and she asked him sallallahu alayhi wasallam ya rasulullah you find people that are extremely happy and they show pleasure when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala joins the clouds in the sky and makes it about to rain why are you fearful and he said sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Allah jalla wa ala destroyed nations before from above and destroyed nations before from underneath the ground. He was fearful of the azab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thus, our so brother or sister in Islam, the first way we as servants of Allah are being tested, the first way that we are finding this spiritual form of earthquake in our hearts, is that we must become fearful when Allah Jalla tests the nations of Muslims, and tests the servants of Allah, Elsewhere across the globe. Yes, we may currently be living in a form of luxury and protection and security in the sense that we haven't gone through many natural catastrophes or natural calamities. But if Allah is able to destroy homes and families and people on a land that worshipped Allah, what about the lands that do not worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That's the first way the servant reacts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testing mankind across the globe is that he must express fear to Allah Jalla Ala. He must express fear to Allah Jalla Ala, And thus this fear must be the driving factor, the driving force that enables him to leave sinning in private, sinning in open, leaving his obligations and fulfilling those prohibitions. It must enable him to be the driving force, the driving factor In coming back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says subhanahu wa ta'ala He's the one that sees and tests you to see Who from you has the most greatest actions He is the one who is most powerful The one who has the greatest might Intending with this name that he can destroy, he can obliterate but he's also a ghafoor, the one who forgives at the same time. Combining two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, depending upon the test and trial the servant has, he can obliterate you, he can damage you, he can destroy you. Or at the same time, with your calamities, with your tests, with the way you live your lives, he can make it a source of forgiveness for you at the same time. The second way the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can react when they see calamities and trials decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the creation. In the time of Umar bin Khattab ta'ala an, there was a great earthquake in Al-Madinah. And during this earthquake, there were many lives that were lost, and many homes were destroyed. And some of the khutabah, some of those who gave khutbah, and the scholars of Medina at that time, they stood up on the member, and they called the people saying, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed us Or destroyed this land Or decreed this earthquake Because of your sins Because of your actions That's the ulama of Islam they say One of the ways we look towards calamities and trials across the world Is that perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed lands Due to our sins Perhaps Allah took lives Allah made people orphans, Allah Jalla made women widows Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala took the wealth of families because of the sins of me and you Whilst He kept us secure, kept us safe from our outward perspective He made our sins a result of decreeing calamities upon others And decreeing trials upon others That's why some of the scholars of Islam, they used to say, whenever you look to see and you hear news of of the lives of Muslims being taken, look towards yourselves. Perhaps you are the reason for this. And that's the second lesson we can take. Is that we must fix ourselves for the Ummah as a whole to become something that is protected. We must fix ourselves to see freedom and to see liberation in the lands of the Muslims across the world. There is a direct connection between our sins or our ibadat and the success or the failure of the lands of Muslims across the world. Furthermore, one of the signs, one of the reasons why Allah decrees these calamities and what he wants from the servants of Allah across the world is to remind them about the Akhirah. Remind them about the Akhirah. Remind them about the Day of Judgment. The Prophet Wasallam says, لا تقوم الساعة He says the day of judgment will never come until knowledge becomes very limited and ignorance is widespread, and earthquakes become something that is common. Earthquakes become something that is common. This is only a few months ago when we heard about Turkey, and only a few months before that. When we heard about Pakistan, and only a few months before that, another country, another land, another group of people faced this same catastrophe, this same calamity. Every month, we hear about this calamity becoming something that is normal. Different lands are faced with the same calamity. It's a sign from Allah Jalla that the Day of Judgment is coming closer. And all of this brings the servant of Allah to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of this brings the servant of Allah to fear Allah. Some of the ulama of Islam, they say, why is it that Allah decreed earthquakes to be something that is a norm as a sign of the day of judgment? Because the day of judgment will not happen until there is a mighty quake. Until there is a mighty quake. So Allah allows you as if though He's opened the window to enable you to see a sign of the day of judgment, right before your eyes. He you says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, O mankind, fear your Lord. Inna sa'ati Indeed, the quake, the true earthquake, the earthquake of that hour is a, is a grave matter. It's a mighty matter. So Allah Jalla decrees earthquakes across the world. To remind us about the akhirah, For the akhirah will not begin Until the earth will quake <laughs> When the earth will quake That mighty quake And everything will be spat out of the earth And mankind will say What is wrong of it? On that day the earth will quake Because it has been inspired by Allah as in it's an act of obedience of the earth to quick in this particular manner aqulu qouli hadha wa astaghfiru Allah alhamdulillah نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعدهم Whilst well, no doubts, our hearts ache and we feel the same pain as our brothers and sisters who are going through those trials and tribulations at this very moment we should know and take some kind of comfort from the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where he says وَعَسَىٰ takrahu شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ It is possible that you dislike something that Allah knows is actually better for them and this is why the Prophet ﷺ says "Ummati, Ummati, Ummati, هَذِهِ أُمَّةٌ مَرْحُومَةٌ My Ummah, My Ummah, My Ummah This Ummah has been protected and preserved Or is an Ummah that is merciful That Allah Jalla has given mercy to He says لَيْسَ عَلَيْهَا عَذَابٌ فِي الْآخِرَةِ An Ummah that doesn't have Aذاb in the Akhara Doesn't have punishment in the Akhara أَذَابُهَا فِي الدُّنْيَا أَلْفِتَنْ وَالزَّلَازِلْ وَالْقَتَلْ It through ways of trials and tribulations, through ways of earthquakes, and through ways of killing. This is the adab. this is the adab of the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya. The ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this ummah, in this in this dunya. Abu Huray radiallahu anhi narrates in a hadith al Bukhari a Muslim. that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, khamsatun. There are five different levels of shuhada' Of martyrs in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And he mentions from them وَصَهِبُ hadm And those that are killed Due to a building collapsing upon them Whilst the ulema of Islam they say If we look towards many of the ahadith We actually find Approximately 20 different levels of shuhada From them we find As the Prophet Wasallam says himself When buildings collapse Upon the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so yes, this is the trial and a tribulation for them, but it's a mercy that Allah has decreed for them. The real trial is for us. How do we react? How do we behave? Some of the scholars of Islam, they used to say, whenever a nation is and whenever a nation goes through trials and tribulations, calamities and natural catastrophes, it's actually a test to see who, from those who are living in security and luxury. Are going to help them, are going to support them, are going to make dua for them if they have no ability or no financial ability to take care of their needs. Who from those who are living in security are not going to stand up. And come to Allah Jalla wa'ala with those pure, great, noble actions. O oh brothers or sisters in Islam, yes, Allah has decreed catastrophes and calamities. In land that are far away from this land Or on people that perhaps we have no blood relation to But Allah Jalla is indeed Testing us individually whilst we live very far away from them The true tests and the true trials are decreed upon us The next move is not dependent upon them But is dependent upon us It's us as the servants of Allah that are truly being tested by these earthquakes And these natural catastrophes and calamities It's us that Allah Jalla wants to see Turning back to Him Making dua to Him Fearing Him subhanahu wa ta'ala And helping those who are less fortunate than us Or so we say Helping those That Allah Jalla has indeed decreed His mercy towards The true tests The true calamity The true catastrophes Has happened to us Ayyukum ahsan amala. To see who from us, to test and examine who from us is going to come to Allah with noble and pious actions. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to safeguard and protect His ummah throughout the world. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant relief to everyone that declares la ilaha illallah. We ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable all of His servants to pass his tests. We ask him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to makers of those that grant him noble, pious acts of worship. Allahumma is al-Islam wa al-Muslimin. Allahumma izl al-shirik wa al mushrikin Allahumma inna ka'afu wa intuhibu al-afu wa anna. Allahumma rabbana atina fi al-dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina'adhaban nar. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad Muhammad kama salli'ta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim. inna ka hamidun majeed. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad. وعلى محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا إن الله تعالى غفور رحيم وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه بهجمعين قوم الصلاة